Back to another episode of Supercoach Insider. My name is Ben, and I am joined by some fantastic, fantastic guests today. We're not going to introduce Chris and Swizz because fuck them right off the bat. But <laughs> it's a very special series. We're going to be joined by some wonderful YouTubers and some other content creators as well, bringing you a little bit of a top five to ten series. Reason is because we have grown up. We do not need SC elites for every single content production that we have ever done in the preseason. <laughs> Because SC elites, all they ever do is lose money to us in their stupid, stupid bets. Ask Christian Petrarca, ask Evan Smith, ask Phillips, who's pretty much delisted but now gets a second chance. Nice boys, the center bounce boys. Thank you very much, Big J and Joe. Shout out. Tell us about yourselves and the big drive to get you 1,000 subs on YouTube. Uh, thanks for having us on, boys. Um, yeah, I guess we the channel's been around for a few years, but um, this year definitely making the big push, making content a lot more. Um, I think since middle of December, we've pumped out, let me just quickly check. Uh, I think it's something like 80, yeah, coming up to 80 videos since um, middle of December. So been a mad push and something about, you know, 80 odd subs away from the, the 1K. So yeah, doing really well. Um, love footy, love talking super coach, love talking shit. Um, hand it over to Joe. Yeah, most of the shit talking is from me, because I can't deny. Uh, but <laughs> it's been good fun, though. Uh, loving loving uh, joining Big J on the Center Bounce, uh, pumping out all this content, getting some big guests. We've had a couple of these boys come onto our channel uh, for, you know, th- thanks out to Starwood. Love, love their whiskey. Great, great stuff. You know, massive, massive This champion. is the, um, the Vitalis, the $200 limited one that I had to kind of put in to get lucky to get it, actually, this one. Oh, they're awesome. They're, they're situated here in Melbourne. Melbourne uh, Whiskey, super are. awesome. Uh, one uh, whiskey of the year. So here we are coming onto your channel and talking about whiskey. you got to love it, honestly. Uh, thanks so much for having us on. Yeah. Take it half a super. that sponsorship? <laughs> <laughs> this one, that one's definitely not sponsored. I'm still waiting for more supply from splashvodka.com.au. So I do have one here ready to kind of chase this one down. But yeah, definitely do. Don't even like and subscribe to us right now if you haven't already. Fuck us. Let's go straight to these boys here. Get them to a 1,000 because content creators, it's a dime a dozen. It's not always easy, and that's why sometimes things fall off as you get a bit older and you have kids and the rest of it. This rebate helps. It's not a heap amount of money, so don't get confused with, you know, hey, celebrity and luxury, even though Chris walks, walks around town like he's a celebrity. It's just a nice little rebate to kind of reward people for the content they do and just go, hey, you put in some nice time for it, so let's give you a little bit of a rebate to kind of help you continue that progress. Alrighty, so boys, top five. Swizz and Chris, we don't even introduce you. You are like the furniture here, that moldy furniture on the casting couch. Um, Top five, Ruckline is what we are doing today, and it's probably the most debated topic, I think, because everyone's uncertain (laughs) with the Ruckline, like who's going to be – you know, top three or top five, who can you do as a starting, you know, set and forget? And um, let's start straight away. Let's go with Joe. Who is your fifth highest ranked averaging person in Supercoach for this year in the ruck line? Highest ranked averaging will be very different to, ha- to fifth highest actual point scored. Fifth highest ranking uh, average no, this don't. year. No, stuff, stuff the total points because 
Otherwise, Darcy wouldn't get a shake, English or Miss, etc. So I think go on average. On average. All right, fine. On average, it's Prusy, the big Prusy over there at GWS. This will be your first. This I think you're going to be shocked, but I think Prusy is too good, and as long as he's not suspended, he will be even a top five finisher. The, the only thing stopping him from being a top five finisher is literally his own shenanigans. But I think average wise, I think he'll be fifth. Oh, you say you're surprised. I'm surprised you put him in your, in your top five. To be <laughs> no, so, he was honorable uh, mentions for me. I, like I, I, I've seen, and, and we've both seen, I think we've all seen, one of the good things about Proust as a pick in the rucks is that he's already proved that in a two-ruck system, both him and Matt Flynn can still score really, really well. So yep. I don't think that it's beyond the realm of doubt that he can still average you around 100. The problem is he's not going to be there, right? So <laughs> uh, there are people that are running him. And I'm like... Yep. That's like, yeah, you know, I understand the risk with English, you know, high risk, high reward. Uh, but yeah, if someone like Bruce is probably going to get, he almost got suspended last week. Yeah. Oh, with the spear tackle. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely um, chaotic. But I think scoring wise, I think he's still going to be a, a relatively decent score. I mean, I've actually got him in, um, in our uh, keeper league at the moment. So, you know, who knows who he's going to produce, but I, I actually think he can probably go high nineties you know, to a hundred quite easily. I sent out an email, Chris, and tried to get some uh, information as to where he's hiding because Wits dominated him so hard. <laughs> he he's pretty much moved to New Zealand and put a sheep wool around himself. <laughs> he is that sheepish, right? Uh, did either of you boys have have Bruce in your top five? Like, oh, I'm just butt in here. Like, I know Grimo was saying the other day to me, take him in draft, take him in draft. I'm not the only person who didn't have Bruce in their top ten. Like, I just don't rate it. Rate top it at 10? All. Like, yeah. Do you think that there's... I genuinely don't rate it at all. I'm I'm like, keep looking again. Well, they're going to play Flynn. They're going to play Briggs. You know, they're going to rotate through different. I just don't see it from that. And Mm. maybe, yeah, and and maybe that's the case. Like, watching him probably get suspended, thinking he's going to get injured in the game, score bugger all again. And he just absolutely got taken to the cleaners on the weekend. And I think that's, I think we kind of overrate how good this guy is. But, you know, I don't mind it. You know, if you want to put him top five, no problems. But, I legitimately would have had another five ruck ahead of him. I don't. I don't Joe, don't listen to him, Swizz. Uh, so, Joe, don't listen to Swizz, mate. He's just—he's a bit flustered. He's not thinking properly. It took him thirty minutes to get his mic set up. <laughs> <laughs> he's not thinking properly. He's angry. He's I angry. It. And he took I it out on it. you. He took it out on you. It's all right. Straight Bruce, away. Bruce uh, so will make a meeting. Chris. Yep. I hope he does. No one else had Bruce. <laughs> nah, not me. Let's okay, see. Actually, so big, I'm with Swizz. I forgot he actually existed. Yeah. Um, all I saw was a big red. And I'm like, every week is red. So, you know, does this guy even play anymore? Chris, you got two cents and then we'll go to Big J's fifth. Yeah, mate. Well, um, just, just, to, just to point out that, um, you know, Prusy still has, uh, I think he, for the second or third highest hit out to advantage ratio last year. Um, whilst also winning more than more than fifty percent of his hitouts, so I think number one was like Pitney, but he only wins thirty nine percent of his hitouts. So he had a high rating when he did win them, but didn't win them enough to make him really competitive. Whereas mm. Bruce actually wins the majority of hitouts and has a really high hitout to advantage rate. So as far as a tap ruckman goes, he's actually very good, which is why his scores can go that way. So I know that you know you guys are, you know, have no idea about stats or just looked at numbers or anything like that, but I did. So just thought I'd Excuse share Excuse me. You. I was going to say, how dare you bring stats and logical arguments into this shit show? <laughs> right? You are better than that, Chris. Now, Big J, who do you have for number this five? This is all about the feel. It's about the 
survived. The, the vibe survived. And I, and, and I feel that you're cutting off Big J. Sorry, Big J. <laughs> um, at number five, I've got Big Asava Vredegalia. Um, I think he's going to do really well. <laughs> oh, I'm just, I'm just okay. kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh, he's gonna take to 17 intercepts a game. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to walk out. He does really well off the bench. That was a good you know, um, I was about to call SC Elite. Hello, Corey. Yeah. Hello, Corey. Bumps <laughs> <laughs> um, has been replaced. <laughs> at, at number five, I've gone English. So I think my, my top five, I think, are all gonna Ooh. be around that 100 mark. But I think with the amount of tools that the dogs have brought into that forward line, he's not necessarily gonna get that secondary. Um, addition with the goal scoring and things like that. And I still think his body is going to let himself down through some games. So he might have games where he comes off scoring 80s and 90s instead of playing, you know, the 110, 120. So the the ceiling is definitely there, but I don't think he's going to get the additional scoring like he did last year. You know, having a hit out in in the midfield and then running forward and kicking a goal. I think that role's been taken by the four, you know, by the four tall forwards they're probably going to be running this year. Oof, that's so much pain. And and Big J, I don't want to, and this is all opinion, speculation. Mm-hmm. I think you are 2023 English. I'm kind of thinking more like 1600s English because English is coming to town, in my opinion. I've got him number one. Wow. Straight okay. up and down. Okay. Oh, and it's more because last year with Steph Martin and the rest of it, he was absolutely mm. peaking. Body's an issue a little bit, especially with the two niggles preseason. The concussion, um, coaches come out saying, hey, like he's bigger and stronger than last year and how he lost momentum. I was like, cool, I don't really care what you say, Bevo, because you change your mind every week anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, I think uh, you know, the CBA splits and some of the ruck time over the weekend, I think was probably a little bit misleading, trying to ease him back into it. But I think it'll be a 85, he'll, he'll be pure ruck. And then following up around the ball, um, I think his high ceiling with his big scope is going to see him as the number one. And by number one, I don't mean like, hey, he's averaging 120 plus. I'm saying I think close to around 115. He's probably the best option to get to a 115 in my books. And that's why I have him number one, pure on scope. Chris, is he in your team? Yes. Uh, him Between him and Gorn is pretty much what I'm thinking at the moment. Uh, I've but kind if, but of, if you think he's going to be number one, why is he not in your team? If you're so um, simply because I'm hoping Gorn will get forward DPP. And the only reason Gorn is in my side, and it's a flip at the moment based on price and the rest of it, is because of the easily soft draw that Gorn's about to have from round four to about round nine. And I think he's going to get priced out, especially if he gets forward DPP. Mm-hmm. And that's literally the only reason. Whereas English, I think he'll be a consistent prover with a big ceiling, but I don't like their draw as much. And I think if Gorn gets DPP, which I think he will, then especially when they start playing like North Melbourne, West Coast and all these other teams, yeah. I think he'll just rack up intercept marks and then hit outs. He'll yep. be priced out as a forward option and I won't be able to get him in. So that's the only reason at this point. And my t- my side's flipping. Like I said to you off air, I am not as prepared as Chris. So I'm kind of almost listening to Chris more than I normally would because I've missed a lot of preseason and observations. I'm going to take a snippet and of that. Chris, Chris is bound again. to get something right once out of every 10 years. And I think this could be his time. And I need to kind of follow him a little bit more this year. Wow. Thanks. You for are that you're due. Chris, so you I, are due. I, you are due. Um, I have, I have English as number two. Um, but I, I look, but the reason is, the amount of ruck contests needs to improve for English for him to be able to do this. Um, 
the, the, the thing with English's uh, entire the way that he plays is that he's obviously a lot better around the ground than he is. His tap works all right, but it's not amazing, right? But his actually scoring capacity has the potential to go well up because him as a ruckman had uh, some of the lowest ruck contests of the actual year for number one ruckman last year. So that could actually increase, which is what I'm expecting. I really don't like the ruck splits we've seen so far. The first week we had lob with about 25% ruck. And then last week was, like you said, a bit of a no-show. So we haven't really had any information as to exactly what that's going to look like. Um, we all expect him to be an 85, 90% you know, number one ruck. But realistically, that's not the way Bevo ever plays any of his players. So why are we expecting it to be the same with English? And that's really sort of what's sort of a little bit holding me back to say that he's the number one. I don't think he really... I think he's got the highest ceiling if he had the right role and his body was great. But those question marks kind of limit his average, in my opinion. And just the, just Bevo, man, honestly. Like, it's all likelihood in round three he does something stupid and just decides to play English at full forward for half a game or something stupid just because why not? Like, yeah, you know, like it just sort of... Yeah, so I mean, that's I have him at two... Just because Bevo factor, unknown ruck split time, body's obviously holding him back. So, yeah, for me, he's number two. I, I suppose who else has – everyone's probably got in, English somewhere in their top five, right? So, I suppose where do you have him, Swizz and, and Joe? Yeah, I've got him number one. And that I would I would pick him. I've got Wits in my side because Wits has got – I'm backing Wits to play 22 games and probably average maybe 105. Mm-hmm. I think English can go 115 for sure. But he plays what ten to fifteen games. Like I'm expecting him week four gets concussed and that. And he, yeah, I still think even with some of those games that he gets injured, he still averages more than any other ruck. Dunkley's gone. He's just like a seven foot midfielder. Runs around. No other ruck can go with him around the ground. He'll get his twenty odd touches. Um, it's just the ruck contest that worries me a little bit with him. But as you said, you know, without um, the uh, big step there anymore, I think that that does increase. But, yeah, I think he still just picks off his 20-odd touches each week, a few marks around the ground, and, and, and just racks up with, like, really no opposition. English can't help himself either. He throws himself at contests yeah. like, like you should, but he's kind of like that outlet kick. And it's like, hey, the ball's in the air and there's two opponents. Just throw yourself into it and hope for the best. What, um, do, we th- what it, do we think with um, – sorry to butt in, guys, but what do we think happens with, uh, with Lob? Like, what sort of split do we genuinely think Lob's going to get there? 80-20. Yeah, I was thinking 15 to 85 would be ideal, but it depends on the best matchup and how fit English is as well. And, you know, with the – was it a, a, an abductor and then a – was it a groin or a hamstring? So it was like front and back, yeah? Was it Well, he had abductor issues hammy? all last year, and that's, that's another huge red flag for me because wasn't he – Yeah, but every time he has issues? two of them, it kind of just evens out, doesn't it? <laughs> sure. But, yeah, I mean, abductors are traditionally very hard to shake from an injury perspective. <laughs> oh, Joe's just come to the party. Bless you. Um, what about you, Joe? That... What did you have him? No, I got him fourth. Uh, you yeah, look at his start to the year. He's got Gorn Grundy. He's then got Marshall, who is probably one of the best solo rucks. Also, like in his in his style, can is an extra midfielder around the contest. Uh, and he's also been great intercept marking this preseason. I've loved what Marshall's brought to the table. Uh, he's got Big O. Big O's decent around the ground as well. Uh, so, look, I don't think he's going to have a He'll hot push shot him out start to the year. Yeah, look, I, I just don't think he's going to have a hot, a hot start to the year. And then come round four, as Swiss said, 
he's going to do a hammy or he's going to get concussed or a media is going to fall on him. The guy's just cursed. Look, there's, there's, no, there's, no, there's no denying. <laughs> media. There's, Someone's going to take a body out of their pie. The meat's going to spurt out to him and yeah, gonna, it's going to hit exactly. him. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's no denying. Um, the thing to note him. real quickly, the thing <laughs> to note real quick as well is the with the wit scenario that Swizz just spoke about, which we'll get into him in a second anyway, but that buy for him, it means that when English is having the buy with all of these other premiums, you, you know, your um, Bontepelli's, your McCray's and the rest of it, and you're playing a rookie or copping a donut, when you then go, okay, well, Wits is going to play in his buys when there's only two teams. So you're not going to lose any points during his buy, but you could definitely gain points during other people's buy. And that kind of helps bridge the difference on average. So if he gets 100 points during the um, Bontempelli buy round, then you divide that over, say, 20 rounds or whatever, right? Then it's like, well, that's a bump on five points, basically, on his average. And you're looking for, hopefully, that that, difference is less than the difference that English is ahead. So um, really worthwhile there. Uh, I have already said where I rate English. So let's go back to the start and a little rotation. I think number four, Joe, you said was English. So yep. um, Swizz, who have you got for number five? Have you given your five? No, I haven't given my five yet. Oh, neither sorry. have I just so you know, but yeah. Oh, that's okay. Swizz, <laughs> what do you got? I got big Max. Maxie yeah. Gorn. Right. Now he's at the sharing that ruck with Grundy. Like you've got the, I still think Gordon Grundy are the best two rucks in the competition. And that mm-hmm. what's it? What's the split? Sixty forty. Like there's a there's a possibility they both get forward status if they were to throw Grundy down there. Melbourne don't actually have the best forward line set up. Benny Brown, they want, but he he's proven that he's not not he can have such down games that they'd nearly be willing to drop him. They want to get Van Ruin in. Um, Tommy McDonald, great. Great when he's out there, but again, when how long, do, how much does he play? Rich is a bit more of that Gunston height and that, and another terrific football. They've got such a good balance, but at the same time, you know, how do they fit them all in? And um, you know, how, how how much injuries do Melbourne get affected? So, I think it is a case where Grundy and Gorn probably do get to spend quite a bit of time down forward, more Gorn than Grundy, but I still think Grundy's going to have to play his fair share down there. So I think it's going to affect his scoring. I think Gorn still can rack it up. He's playing, you know, 30, 40, 50% time because he can go back behind the ball, take intercept marks, get forward. But my big thing, which I think affects Gorn's average, those weak games where they play, you, you know, what I rate your bottom teams, you know, Hawthorns, um, North Melbourne's, GWS's, Gorn at his age, they'll probably get 10 goals up, three-quarter time if they haven't had an injury, bring the sub on, Maxi, go have your rest have the last quarter off. And I think that's how they do it because for Melbourne, it's about winning the flag. I know they stuffed it last year, so they've just got to make sure Gorn's ready to go for finals. And I think that's what affects his average. So do you, uh, like what sort of number do you put on him at five? Because I've got him listed as around about 100 anyway. So if that's sort of, yeah, are we sort of on the same level with that? Or are you saying like, no, because of all that, you probably Yeah, I, like I still think he's probably, or... I think, the difference between sort of my number one and number three. And because actually I've like there's issues with all the rucks. I think English, as I said, can go one fifteen, but his actual overall score, he might be the seventh, eighth, tenth best ruck because how many games I just expect him to miss games. I well, think good thing all, we told Joe that it's highest average and yeah, not that's total right. points. <laughs> that's right, exactly. And it's hard to always judge total points. Like if if English plays twenty two games, he's gonna be number one overall for both. But Gorn, yeah, I 
I wouldn't be surprised. They can also rest him in some of those games if they really need yeah. to give him a rest. Like that's the problem if, with this dual ruck system with the sub rule, right? Like the sub the, sub rule, the rucks and, become and, vulnerable. Yeah, and it'd mm. be a different story if they were still playing. Maybe it's Luke Jackson or they had a lesser ruck. But they've got Brody Grundy, probably one of the best rucks still in the comp. But you yeah. know, they don't need Gorn to do what he needs to do, especially when you get those colder winter months. And that you know, they can they can relax him through. So I think that does take a dint on his average. If he was playing sole ruck, I've got him number one. But yeah, it's but not he's case. not. So I think he he's... goes about. I think he goes a flat hundred. Yeah, it's no, really going to suck if you've got him at like seven hundred k in the forward line, and then he ends up going out, and then you've got like a you know crappy twenty score from a bench rookie just to cover 100%. him for that week. Yeah, yeah. I see him going ninety seven. I can't he's an see anyone mention. starting him. Gorn, I've got Gorn Ooh. going one hundred five. Like in it, my go. team. Like it. I nearly didn't oh. put him in for that same reason. <laughs> no, you don't. In my team, and and literally, do it. Don't joke about it. Do it. I want to see it. your Come round on. one team with Max Gorn in it. All right. Yeah. Put your I want to see you laughing at us three weeks later when he's averaging 130. All right. Yeah. Do yeah. it. Yeah, that's fine. No, it won't be three weeks later. From round <laughs> four, you got West Coast, Essendon, Richmond, North, Gold Coast, Hawthorne. And if he's getting intercepts, arrest him. Nah. They're not going to rest him at the start. Mate, of the they year. could play He's, the five of us against Hawthorne would beat them. <laughs> Pipe, we've got sports Pipe person down. of the year over here. We, we, we've got everything. It's uh, all we need. Excuse me, sports person of the year in a small regional <laughs> town. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, no, Dandenong <laughs> is the second biggest city. Thank you very much. Dandenong <laughs> is massive. <laughs> okay, so it's huge. When we look at though that soft draw from round four to round nine. Right, he's not going up against the strongest rucks. If you know, say Nick Natanu is probably the strongest, but with his Achilles issue, like who knows how good he'll actually be. Even Sydney now, with you know Laddams or something, Max Scorn's going to do well enough in the hitouts, but he doesn't need hitouts itself to score well. And then when you're playing up against these other amateur sort of sides, and by amateur I mean lower end, trying to get these intercept marks off pressured kicks coming out of the defensive fifty. I and if he's getting a forward DPP, I think come around six, everyone will be like, "Holy crap, how can I get Gorn in?" Oh, but they've just played Sydney, West Coast, Essendon, Richmond, and now you have to you have to get in before North Gold Coast Hawthorne. I think it's just I'm considering it more for the early push and the fact that people will probably be forced to get him, and he'll probably average a hundred or hundred and five. But you know, I think with hundred and five, maybe with the early Grundy, run and ben, if, Grundy's fit, if Grundy's fit in those games, he plays twenty five percent. Yeah, that's that's fine, and I expect Grundy to get injured, and then Max Gorn to take over. No, that's a <laughs> I expect so, Grundy to be injured. Yeah, but I do. The thing is, right? If yeah. if you're only expecting 100 to 105, then I can pick him up at sub 600k, and it's not a big deal. Exactly. Oh no, no, I'm talking. He I'm talking throughout the out. whole season. I'm saying after round 10, I think you'll be averaging 120 after the Hawthorne game round nine, and then you're going to have to get him in. That's right. Because he'll be DPP we would have him and going at a 115 DPP. to 120. Yeah. I'll I'll pick him up round six when he gets forward eligibility. You know. All right. So I, I had him at. Him. I actually had him. I actually had him at the third highest average. It by the way. Yeah. Okay. Thank um, you. Just no just so you just so you're. Aware. So do I. So do I. He's, um, third. Yeah. No, I do have him averaging about one hundred and five. I just don't think it's good enough. But if he's DPP, it's well and truly good enough. Yeah, but then I can anyway. just wait. I don't have to pick him up at six hundred fifty k at the start of the season. What is he? Six sixty or sixty? No, he's six twenty. Six twenty. Oh, oh, you he's say not that even like that he's much. Ch- he's like a little bit more than uh, wits. He's yeah, what seventeen. He's going to average there. more and be a mainstay no. ruck. No, he's not going to average more than last year. Move on. Yeah. I know he's not going to average more than last year. All right. Yeah, but so I'll pick him up for cheaper soft, than that. 
Okay, so I reckon he goes more than 113 average, which is what he's at, at the end of round nine. By the end of round nine, he'll go 113 or more, Swizz. With that what, soft what, run and the round, intercepts. I'm just confused. After Hawthorne. Maybe after that. After Hawthorne, he's averaging more than 113. Take it or leave it. <laughs> Mr. Poppy Pants. He's not averaging enough. Move on. I say he goes over he'll that take for the it first nine rounds. I'll take it. You know I'll take it. <laughs> I'll be sick of taking your money by the end of the year. (laughs) You have never taken my money once. This year, he's already got one in the bag. (laughs) By default. Anyway. uh, Okay, so who's on next for their fourth? Uh, Five. So I had um, had Sean Darcy at number five. Okay. So, so, I mean, look, again, I I think he's going around about 100. I I just don't – I've had Darcy in my team the last two years, and he's the – for whatever reason, the one week he can go 180 and the next week he'll go 70 for no no reason at all. It's just like he decides to rock up one week and then the next week he just doesn't. And that is it, – it's sometimes related to other – obviously other uh, guys' roles in the team, you know, what ruck splits there is. Other times it's just – I've seen him be sold ruck and, and pump, pump out at 80, just to not be interested in playing that game for whatever reason. He just has no consistency to his scoring patterns. And it's impossible to tell what he's going to do in any given week. I've tried throwing BCs on him when he's got a really light ruck. He just goes real easy and just scores a 90. I'm just like, I I can't pick what Darcy's going to do in any given week. And I'm just tired of that roller coaster. So, yeah, for me, I think that he averages about 100. Um, I don't see the, the – I mean, the reason for people to see he's improved is that they think that, you know, Jackson's only going to have, say, a you know, 25% split and because – Meek played in some games last year. He didn't play in all that many games and had a much higher split. Therefore, he's going to average more. It's like this weird, like, I don't actually, I would love to, something I probably should have done before this podcast. Oh, stats, is it, Chris? How many games Meek actually played and what those ruck splits were in those games. But I don't think there was that many, like, in terms of it wasn't more than half the season. Meek played mainly ruck because Darcy was a better forward than Meek was. And it's something Meek has been working on through the preseason to improve his forward craft so that way he might actually be able to try and get that. Yeah, split. but when they're I had Darcy number five as well, Chris. And based off that 71 week, 180 the next, you're saying he's averaging 135. Is that what yeah. I was hearing? Well, it's pretty good. You said he goes 71 week, 180 the next. And I was like, hey, I'll take a 135 <laughs> average. He's only, I think that's he what he's doing. How many big scores did he have last year? Like two? It wasn't. It wasn't that really? That's why he's nah. third for still me. More, still more than Grundy. I'll bring it up now. That's why he's um, third for me in my rankings. I think so his ceiling yeah. is so high, and he's got I a high ceiling. I'm not saying he does. he's worked on his. He's worked on his fitness base. His flying. I think a lot of the inconsistency that he had last year was because he was a bit overweight and he wasn't really performing very well. I think this year he's in ripping form. He's been dominating in the preseason. He made life set a toothpick. Um, that he just basically uh, had after eating his breakfast. He's like, "Yep, yeah, I'm done with you," and they threw him out. It was really, it was great to watch. He's gonna, he's gonna go massive <laughs> this year, and Jackson will help him, I think. Dude, Chris, you don't get to try and justify your pick, right? You let Joe shit all over it if he wants to. Okay, you don't go. Oh no, that, I, I'm saying that that's fine. No, he's he's inconsistent. Um, I do agree if that. Darcy does get more ruck split. There is room to grow because Mick definitely did disrupt that split. But the thing that concerns me is the fact that the coach has still said it will change at any given week, which is yeah. kind of like the same, you know, Gorn Grundy scenario. 
Um, well, he had seventy-one percent ruck, ruck last year. Seventy-one. Yeah. Yep. So oh, that should I, be high. I have Darcy at pick three at the moment. So okay, you're cutting down my my choices pretty quick, there, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm the same pick. Uh, I've got him at three. But I just again, I don't think he the total points is the problem for me. I think he'll miss games, gets injured, whatever. Just it's the same. He's, he's very similar to English in that way, but his ceiling is the best of any ruck. The, the thing with scored. these big guys, sorry, Swiss. Yeah. The thing with these big guys too is that um, when you're running around and you're carrying like 120 kilos, it's pretty hard to be as mobile. Mm. If he's gone and dropped five or six, like it's a huge difference body wise to, to a big fella that way. So there was only yeah. three games that he had um, like a legitimately reduced ruck time last year. Um, he had 51% in round 23 for a score of 83. He had. 54% in round 12 for a score of 59, which is pretty low. And then on a, he was coming back from injury early. He had 31% in round uh, round two, and he got a 72. Outside of that, he had all 70-plus percent ruck splits. So the the whole he, you know, he rucked 50% with um, Meek and the team thing is actually a lie. It's just people' perceptions of what was going on and what was actually happening is not the same. So statistically, that's not backed up. And I just go, oh, well, okay. That's just a, you're just guessing. <laughs> but I just, I'm more on what the point was before about him being fitter. I think he wasn't fit last year. Like yeah, I mean, he came the into scores, the season undone, yeah, right? So, undone. Yeah, it's the six yeah. score still over 120, but definitely the year before when he was absolutely fine, much fitter. He looks, he looks like that again. And yeah, yep. what that number he did on the last set, you're like, okay, this guy's back. He's fully fit. He's done the preseason. I don't think Jackson – I still think Jackson wants to lock down a position like centre-half back or something like that. He's going to have to go through the rough, but yeah. I still think that's what he's, he thinks himself long-term. Um, but, you know, with why Darcy's out there and, and some of those matchups here, if he gets round three, if, if like, we all expect Nick Nat to play round one, but by round three, Nick Nat could probably be out again with that Achilles or whatever and that. He, you, you don't want to play, like – those second string ruckmans up against Darcy because th- that's where Darcy goes 180. Well, one other thing that you mentioned, I'm just you know bringing up your argument against you, Swiss, because I love doing that. Is yeah, you know, so you you're of the opinion that you know they get up by ten goals or whatever, and then yeah, Max Gorn gets the sub. What happens with uh, Frio? Because obviously Darcy, if, if you're going to sub one of Darcy or Jackson, who are you subbing? It ain't was, Jackson. Yeah. You're not there's subbing a, Jackson who can give you that extra. Yeah, but there's a dip, field, right? there's a difference. Don't put Shrek in the corner. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Don't put Shrek in the corner. There's <laughs> no, a difference of Freo. Freo always have an injury at quarter time. You know, they've got Nathan Wilson. They've got they could you know, they Tapano could definitely. Yeah. Like, like Five go. You. I mean, you know, like whatever. It's not going to be Darcy. And and Swizz on top of that, Darcy is already a proven difficult matchup in the forward line. And if you have another injury, say Jackson does get hurt, you don't want to kind of throw away a good forward that can rock. You just go, hey, Darcy, you take it easy. Stand at full forward, get some marks. And it'd be like Tracy or someone or other. You'd be like, hey, mate, by the way, you're a big tall, but you're not as good as our other yeah. ruck who can also kick goals Which, and you can fuck off. I agree. But how much does his uh, scoring impact by him sitting a quarter forward at the end of games? Depends who they're playing. So, again, it's but. either way you look at it. Either someone's getting subbed and he goes forward or he gets subbed and it reduces his score. Yeah, but if it's so. against a weaker team and he's getting moved forward and that, you know, he could take some contested Maybe. Hey, if, if Max can, Gorn and Grundy can kick like six goals between yeah, them when their average is right. two or less, there's yeah. anything going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on. I think that's, that's pretty covered. The big okay, track. so number four, 
Everyone's covered to, their five. Yeah, I think we're probably going to go through a lot of the same now. But So, no, but, it was fine. I've got Wits at number four because I don't think we've really spoken about him and his positioning yet. Um, extremely proven person, right? And he has been higher in my rankings previously. <laughs> and we'll go to Joe and then Swizz because I'm getting either Flip the Bird or Swizz is now joining the Crips <laughs> or some kind of thing going on. But um, he's still – I don't know why he's slid in my rankings. And it's recency biased based on potential average. And he was so good as well. I don't know why Wits is this low on my, on my list, but that's where he is. Because fuck you guys, um, Wits is number four. And no. for no other reason than he hasn't done it before. And no. um, that's it. No, Wits is one. Tear me to shreds. Who's go up? Go. Go. Come on, Joe. Wits go one. first before I shred him. Go, go. All right. Wits is, Wits is Wits our is one. one. Wits is one. Wits is the primary ruck. He's, he's going to solo act. He is looking sensational. What we, said about, what we said about Darcy also applies to Wits. He's super fit, super lean, getting involved. It was first interrupt. It was an interrupted preseason last year. This year he hasn't missed a beat. The guy is not even trying. Sixty-seven percent time on ground, and he's t- and he's turning up. This guy is going to have an amazing midfield to tap down to. That's had more improvement. Another preseason into Raul Anderson, Turk is there. Flanders. This guy, yeah, honestly, you can chuck a C on him. I reckon he's that good. He's going to play every game. Oof. He's not going to be subbed out. He's not going to have anyone basically. Uh, you know, he's not going to have any halftime injuries, for example, because he's quite durable as well. So, yeah, you've got no issues. Joe, do you write articles for AFL.com.au? You had about 15 cliches there. <laughs> Tearing it up. He's lean as ever. Yep, he yep. had interrupted. He's looking sexy. Inside the four he's walls. The man. <laughs> sorry, Swizz. Sorry, sorry, Swizz. I'm listening to it going, mate, this would be great on AFL.com.au. <laughs> I've got him at two, mate, for that. And I've got him number one as overall scorer. And he's in my side at the moment. I think yep, round yep. one, he scores 150. He's up against Matt. He's up against either Adams or McAndrew. So yep. <laughs> already he's ahead of the game there. Plays Draper round two. Well, there's another 150. Uh, he's just the thing. He's the captain. Uh, he's he's never getting subbed on. Uh, yep. The leader of their team. He's going to be even better now that he's had an extra 12 months in that body. And yep. the Gold Coast, I think, are in an improving midfield again. So he's tapping down. Oh, well, as long as Tukey's all right with those hammies, but they, they should be in an improving midfield and it should be more plus five hit outs to advantage. And he just monsters people. And they, like, just look what he did to Bruce on the weekend. And that, like, Bruce may as well not have just stood next to him and just tried to rove off him because he just he threw him around like a rag doll. Swizz, yeah. even professional athletes need to be subbed off every now and then. No, not with you. <laughs> He's gone, mate. Oh, subbed off. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so look, I I do <laughs> Thanks, have Joe. I do have wits um, at three as well, but uh, I just wanted to preface this by saying it could be happening again. But last year he was really kissed in regards to his ruck opponents. So on all of his biggest scores, he just had their seconds ruckman come in because the number one ruckman was down. Like even like. First round, I think he had uh, West Coast and Nick Nat wasn't playing. You know, like then they played Carl. Hawks? And, yeah. Hawks had no one And that yeah, round. like legitimate. So a lot of the, his really big scores that he dominated, and he is going to dominate the non-number one ruck or the guy that can actually ruck. He's going to just absolutely overwhelm them. And we proved that last year. But in the run home, he only averaged what I think it was in the 90s, 95-ish or something on the run home. 98, I think it was. It was so. <laughs> The problem, the problem is, I now look at it and like, of course, Hickey's out round one. I'm like, here it goes again. <laughs> He's just <laughs> like, yeah. I, yep. I don't know if I could do that. 
and just let him go score a 150 week one and just be like, oh, I could have had him. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I just know week one he's going to be the highest scoring ruck. So how do you not pick him? And obviously... We Here all we know again. the issues with most of Rucks in terms of games played. <laughs> like, it's but will such... he be averaging over 113 after round nine? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're, 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 get him in my team to find I've out. I've got the VC on him at the moment. But yeah, he just got absolutely kissed that first half of the season. It's like that all the Rucks just rolled over and went, all right, we're just going to get dominated by by Witsy. So I'm just going to have an, in, have an injury this week. Um, yeah, it was just amazing to watch. And I think from people like, like I didn't have Wits the entire year. And every week I'm just hoping that the, the, the other opposition Ruckman would come back to full health all of a sudden. And inevitably he would just keep powering on 130, 125, 130 against all of these shitty Rucks. And he just, I think he got to the buy and he was like 120 or something. And I, I couldn't even afford him. So I was like, oh, well, what's the point now? Luck um, is a skill, Chris. Luck is a skill. Yeah, yeah. That, that's <laughs> it. So a lot of his scoring was to do with luck, but I just also can't concede that it, a hundred percent of it was that too. He's still is. Does that mean that he's only going to average a hundred? Probably not. It's. Does it mean he's going to go one hundred and ten? Probably not. I think he's probably one hundred five to one ten, somewhere in that region, which is going to be good enough to justify his score, uh, his price tag. So um, is it three for me anyway? Interesting. Now, who have we left out? Well, I've, I've still got my Marsh. fourth. I've still got my fourth. Ooh. Fourth, and that's where Marshall comes in. Uh, that's probably oh, the goal. That low. What? Yeah. Oh, are you sure oh. you're not? Are you English sure you're not now recruiting for us? One too many again, hits. Have, well, you haven't talked about because this is not overall. Overall, Marshall's in my team because I think he's the number two ruck overall behind Wits. And that, but for Jesus. average, he's not average. I don't think he averages English Wits Darcy. What? He, no, he doesn't. Is your? Are no, you related no. to Silvani? English plays ten to fifteen games. Averages like one ten, one fifteen. And that, are you and related Marshall's to Silvani? Marshall's probably are you butchering? Uh, Big J, do you want to shut down uh, Swizz here? Because I think you've got a lot to say. <laughs> oh, mate. I'll just let the technical difficulties do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, mic drop, Swizz. Did you hear that static? <laughs> oh, Emotional well. damage! <laughs> um, technical no, difficulties. I've got Marshall That's... at number two. Um, yeah, he's my yeah. number two. I, I yep. think just the consistency, I think St. Kilda's getting better. Um, I think his scoring is going to jump another 20-odd points. The the thing this year, obviously I had English at number five, but um, Marsh, the, you know, the top five is probably only separated by five or 10 points average, like Max, just kind of where set that. And that's why picking a ruck this year is so hard. It almost comes into starting price versus, hey, how much do we think these guys are going to average this year and the benefits of starting price, that kind of thing. I have to find the emotional damage sound to overlay. <laughs> I swear to God. Emotional damage. Emotional damage. <laughs> Sorry, Swiss. <laughs> there's, a, there's a great stat going around that um, Marshall of the Soul Ruck averaged 115 last year. So I'm not sure. Like, does he go less than that? Maybe. Maybe 110. How does he go less than 110 when he's like hey. his previous history? I don't get it. Do not oh, pay I mean, it I think on he goes about that. Oh, I'm oh, just see. saying. Darcy, Darcy. <laughs> but we're not talking about Dart overall. Darcy's not playing 22 games. No, English isn't either. English Boys. plays. English is going 115. Darcy plays Boys. is going like 115. 
guy's Boys, don't, don't wind him up, okay? <laughs> Literally, we're one pretzel away from a fucking mic meltdown. I feel okay? like so. if, every time a, a ruck gets subbed, an angel loses its wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the only and, argument and I... is between Wits and sort of Marshall of like maybe one's going to average more, like which one averages more between them. But I think those two play their 22 games. I just think right. Dar- Darcy and, and um, English are out there. They just have they score more. Boys, let's not fool anyone. This is like the stock market. We all have no fucking idea what's going to happen this year. As far as no, 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 none of that. None of that. We, are, we are experts. Marshall you are is very taking... much in my team because I'm no not using a trade on him. I know I'm getting my close to 110 a week with him, and if not 110, and he's going to play every game. So I'd rather him than trading out a rock like English with us. We're not experts. We give opinions that are very valid and factual information. <laughs> well, yeah, Past not performance does not any, indicate any future performance. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just because I got 70th last year. We're all in this together. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Be um, yourself. Be yourself. <laughs> so you I should be looking at everyone's team. Does anyone else have problem. any yes. other ruck yeah. that we haven't already talked about in our top fives? Honorable uh, mention, Big J? Uh, oh, no, no. I was going to make a joke, but I think I did that already with Radigalia at the start. <laughs> so I, better, I, I better keep it civil. Um, no, my order was uh, English, Gorn, Darcy, Marshall, and then Wits, number one. So as Wits I was saying, I think, I think they're all pretty close. Um, I think just natural progression and fitness plays a lot of, a lot of factor in it, being the big men. Um, yeah, that's kind of. Uh, you could should throw we, a blanket over all five, though. Really, I mean, yeah. that sort of cruise. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Um, should we all run through our, our our fives and just so we've got a clear, concise story? I guess. Yeah. So, Joe, Bruce? do you want to go with your top five? Go go from one. All right, Wits, Marshall, Darcy, English, Bruce. I back it. So Gorn's not even there. No, Gorn oh, is. Uh, Gorn's at six. Yeah, it makes sense. Don't I don't don't flatter Gorn by a six. Rob, when it's not there. Rob at seven, Grundy at eight. Big, oh, Big J, what do you got? Uh, so starting from the top, Wits, Marshall, Darcy at number three, Gorn, and then English. Swizz, I got English, Wits, Darcy, Marshall, Gorn, and then following that, Grundy, Riley O, Nate, DC, Big O, Bruce at the and, bottom. And, <laughs> Are we naming every Bruce, Ruckman or Bruce rounding out the top 10? <laughs> Everyone just so I could show you, Bruce is nowhere to be seen. And the, uh, these, these, these three boys have no idea, but I've put Chris second last because he matches more with me than you guys do. So let's finish strong, Chris. Uh, I've got Marshall, English, uh, Wits, Gorn, and Darcy. Excuse me, you said you had Gorn number three. How many yeah, number threes do you have? I, I moved it. I moved him. Yeah, just no, now. Yeah, I just moved it because I, I realized that I don't want to agree with you at all. Oh. <laughs> fine then. And fine then. And I have English Marshall Wits Gorn and Darcy nice. to round out mine. Um, you can't that, switch it. A broken watch is right. Well, clearly did, didn't I know. I switched to match it because um, I like your body. Um, I guess look, that's it. For a rock line, can you please? Before, before we do finish, do you guys want to say who you're actually considering starting in your two rucks? We've spoken about who we think are going to be at the tops, but who are you guys actually starting as your two? Big J, that is so enlightened and very factual. Here I am trying to round it off so you can mm. bugger off at the time that you said you wanted to, and now you're trying to inflate the <laughs> yeah. time, it's make me look like an amateur. Anyway, 
Extra Make five me minutes. look like an amateur. Uh, okay, so sweet. we'll go around the board. Let's go Joe, Big J, Chris, Swizz, and myself. We'll finish strong. Witchell. Joe, who are you starting? Witchell. Wit- Wit- Marshall. Witchell. Witchell. Wits and Tom Mitchell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Marshall. Ah, oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. Well, with picks like that, you might as well be burnt at the stake with Witchell. Um, Big J. Um, so at the moment I've got Darcy um Darcy Draper. No, Darcy Marshall. Um, but uh Wits is finding his way in my team. It's more just a cash, a cash issue at the moment. Darcy Marshall. Mus it sounds like Darcy Marshall. Muscle. Yeah. That's what I heard. with a, a lisp, you might want to work on some muscle of that tongue. Um Swiss, what have we got? Um, I've got uh, Wits Marshall, Wits with the VC on at the moment, but I have considered putting Darcy in instead just for the cash, but I really would. We don't want to hear about your third options, your tenth options. But this is the thing. This is where it comes into it. Wits, I have Wits Marshall, but no Radigalia. But if I was to bring Radigalia in, that's where I bring like a Darcy and that because then it gets me the cash to him. So that's the debate I'm having going. I've got confidence not needing Radigalia for – if I start with some Marshall, but if I do want him there just for cash gen, I've got to then obviously decrease and find somebody a lesser proven rough. All right, we're gonna to have to invoice the recording studio for the extra Swiss time. Um, <laughs> Chris, what have you got? Yeah, I've got um, Wits and, and Marshall right now, and I, I can't really see that changing because again, that Laddams round one matchup is just like it's too good to pass up. Um, I also have Radaglia R three, but. Uh, here's what I think, though, guys. The, the thing with starting with a more expensive ruck is that you can always go down. You can't necessarily yep. go up if you don't have cash. So if, by round three, if Wits decides that he's actually not that guy and it's Darcy or it's English or whatever, we can always you know, correct down, but you can't always correct up. So um, that's why I've gone with Wits. It's more of a safety pick. I mean, I don't see myself getting um, gone round three because, you know, who would do that to themselves? But... <laughs> Yeah, so at least you're starting with, so you've got the option to go pretty much down to anyone except for Gorn, which I'm not going to need anyway, so all good. Oh, on contrary. Um, <laughs> and Swiss, only amateurs put their VC on 10 days out. Um, <laughs> of, course, mate, of course you have your VC on. But, oh. mate, for people who actually do their team of that, like Chris and I, of course we've got our VCs and Cs. Have you put up you your team know about reveal? That. Have you what? put up your team reveal? I haven't put it you up start, It's you done. Were, you were... You were so late, we were pretty much calling you Perth. <laughs> well, mate, I get confused when you send me Queensland time and Perth time. And that. Confused? Place around Victor- mate, just give me Victorian defenders. time, mate. That's what it's six all about. Six defenders, seven midfielders, <laughs> two rucks, and two rucks. six forwards. <laughs> right? That's all you need on field. Um, now, for me, mine's kind of Marshall's the only fixed part in my team. I have had and looked at wits more because of the buy. I've also looked at English more for the upside as far as the average. And based off Gorn's recent performance, I'm kind of being a little bit swayed as far as their draw. So for me, currently, it's pretty much depending on what I do with that cash. It's a combination of all three. To the point where I'm actually thinking about giving up, boys, and going, fuck it, Cameron, just come back in my side because uh, Ruck's already injury prone to begin with. If I start the wrong one and then I sideways trade, then I might as well just buy a guy who will be forward Ruck eligible. Hopefully, he gets more Ruck time because he'll be fitter and Cox can bugger off. And then maybe I'll just kind of at least get a little bit more data. He wouldn't have lost money, hopefully, Cameron. So that way I can just kind of fix it after that. And Chris, to summarize, I also uh, share the same thought process because when you try and go for the really expensive premiums, yes, it is easier to go down. But if you kind of have some of these mid prices, I feel like 
you're naturally going in a little bit more flexible. Now, for me, some people are a little bit quicker to be flexible, whereas for me, I'm a little bit more uh, reluctant, like wits I kept in my side for a lot longer than I should have because I don't want to sideways premiums. Yeah, oh, sorry, Whitfield, sorry. Whitfield, because you want to hold that premium. You, you want to bounce back. You want to trust your premiums like the old school days. Whereas if you go mid-pricer, you're already coming in with a flexible mindset. We're like, hey, you suck and you bang in. You just go move, move, move and you shift and you pivot. Whereas if you're yeah. going premium and rookies, you're kind of like, oh, but I kind of, I don't want to sideways because I'm just going to another premium. And, and I feel like that's a legitimate argument for the rucks as well. Yeah, my yeah, problem with it. Cameron, my problem with Cameron is that if you pick him in the ruck line, you're already assuming that you're going to have to trade him out to someone else. And then I don't think he's going to be a top six to eight forward with the DPPs and Rosie and those kind of players in. So you're kind of saying, hey, I'll take him cheaper now, but it's going to cost me 100K to get who I want later. But so maybe he won't lose cash. Well <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he could yeah, be I mean, a very, he's not a blue chip. He could be a very handy F7 R3 as the season goes on. So and you're then, starting an F7 in your team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, you're starting somebody who, if, like, think about later in the year, instead of having to use a trade, when we get to that, you know, that period where we all do, your forward or a ruck misses one week, how handy would it be to have Darcy Cameron sitting there to go, guy? Gorn going from R1 to F1? Well, that's it. But then that's the whole thing. If Gorn or Grundy end up picking forward status, he becomes... Obsolete, so. yeah. yeah. That's now, the, go the on, big we'll risk. Never be um, boys, we better wrap this up. Exist. Oh, that is true. Actually, <laughs> I do apologise. Sorry, sorry, Dunkley. <laughs> I'm wearing a lion shirt, and here I go disrespect <laughs> our number one midfielder. I do apologise. Um, big J, Joe, lovely to have you on. Thank you very much for this. Um, Ruck. I don't even know if we've answered many more questions, but here's what I do want from people listening to this. Number one, go back, check yourself if you haven't subscribed already to the Center Bounce, because shame on you. Right, go look in the corner, go look at yourself, and that's shame. Now, go like and subscribe these boys first. Maybe give us some attention if you like after. But what we do want, who do you resonate with the most? Because everyone's different with their opinion. So pretty much I want you to just comment as far as who you like the most as far as their thoughts on the ruck line. Don't say who's the least because I don't want that many comments. <laughs> that's it from us. Um, <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Uh, Joe, Big J, and the Centre Bounce. Thank you for coming on. Chris, Wiz, uh, pleasure as always. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Thanks guys. Bye bye. Thank you. And goodbye. The C is for the courage I possess through the drama. H is for the hurt, but it's all for the honor. A is for my attitude, working through the patience. Money comes and goes, so the M is for motivation. Gotta stay consistent, the P is to persevere. The I is for integrity, innovative career. The O is optimistic, open and never shut. And the N is necessary, cause I'm never giving up. See, they ask me how I did it, I just did it from the heart. Crushing the competition, been doing it from the start. They say that every champion is all about his principles. Carry. I